one square mile of this saloon lies the greatest concentration of wealth in the world. Yes. But how was a bartender going to get his hands on any of it? This is the big time. Are you ready for the big time young Mr. Flanagan? I think I can handle it. This isn't what I ordered. Get your act together. One fly. All right. Now, what was it that you ordered? A martini. What's in that? In many ways, the fool a customer. You will learn them all. Yes, Obi-Wan. You get the women, you get the bucks, and you can see the color of their panties, and you know you've got talent. Stick with me, son, I'll make you a star. I want you guys working for me. This is a real opportunity. Jet set bartenders, right? The Caribbean Jamaica man. Can I buy a drink? My rum specialties, perhaps? Bartender with the line for everything. The bartender. Now, he's about to be swept off his feet. Wish we could stay here forever. By the one thing he didn't expect. I don't tell me Brian Flanagan is in love. This lady's gonna do a number on you, mate. This is more than just a one-night stand. You made a move on her? I'm your friend, you dumbass! Well, I don't have any friends! As of now, that is for sure! Your sexy little smile's not gonna work this time. What the hell is this? That's for you. Ten thousand dollars. Is that all your daughter's worth? You think I'm letting some bartender walk into my family? I love you. I want to marry you. Throw this bum out of here! You're so hung up on money. See this? Jordan? This is how hung up on money I am. And as for the way I feel about you, I need you to know. How is it going? Not too bad. We're waiting for Roy to pop in here. Always waiting on Roy. <laughs> yep. You'd think being a mil- military man, he'd be on time more often. You would think so. Ten hundred hours, or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Any plans today? Uh, pretty lazy day, really. Cleaning house, doing the yard work, that type of stuff. That sounds good. I'm gonna. Put on my put on my pool today after this podcast. Ooh, nice! You got a nice little above grounder. Above grounder, yeah, at Walmart, you know. Ah, good deal. Yeah, so get that up and running. Get some groceries, you know. Have a good relaxing day. Watch some Veronica Mars, maybe. Living the dream. Exactly. Let's see. Um, not sure where Roy is at the moment. So I guess we'll start with him. I guess for now. Yeah, let's just kick it off. All right. So, um, hello, welcome to episode 305 of Aussie Tells All. Welcome, Ryan, to the podcast once again. Um, before we get started on our podcast today, Ryan, let, me, let our, my fans know what feature is for you and Roy on, the, on my podcast. You cut out a little bit right when you asked your question. What was that? Could you tell my listeners and your, your listeners what, the, what, what you and Roy are doing from, from here on out on my podcast? What we're doing from here on out on your podcast? Yeah, what, what what the situation is at the moment. Yeah, so I think we're going to put a pause on a pin in the movie podcast for a while. Um, just with our lives right now and and all the schedules, we just don't have enough time to, to research and put on 
basically not two full podcasts, but just even be guests on one. Right. Um, so we're going to channel that time, which is really only about maybe two hours a month, <laughs> uh, back into our own podcast. And, um, and yeah, we're going to focus on our own pod for a while. And then maybe later on in the winter or another time, we'll pop in for another year there. Yep. All right. Now that's good stuff there. Now, now tell us about your, your previous pod you did with Roy, the one you did oh. from back. Yeah. Oh, is Roy here? Um, oh, yeah. I'm here. Oh, he's here. Okay. All right. Don't worry, yeah. Roy. Podcast slept in too, bud. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. For, hello, Roy. How 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 are you today? Not too bad. How are you? Not too shabby. All right. Well, um, all right. So we're going to talk about cocktails today. A great '80s classic, in my opinion, anyway. Um, cocktail was made in 1988, directed by Roger Donaldson. The top cast was uh, Tom Cruise, by who uh, played Brian Flanagan, Elizabeth Shue, who played Jordan Mooney, and Brian Brown, who played Doug Coughlin. Uh, Ryan, first, Ryan, what's your thoughts on the cast there? Uh, it's basically a perfect cast. I mean, it's an 80s uh, dream come true, basically. Um, I don't know if the if Doug in the movie like ever had another another role, but he's just perfect for the, oh, the he Swiss was, bartender thing. He was he was a great asshole, great bad friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was great at that at that little uh, tool role. Um, your thoughts on the cast, Roy? Yeah, no, it was pretty good. Uh, I mean, Elizabeth Shue is pretty much the iconic 80s female leading role. Oh, God bless her. Yes, uh, and then of course you got a young, handsome Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes, Tom Cruise. Was yeah, no, it was good, yeah. and I agree about uh, Brian Brown. I think it's the actor's name who played Doug. He, yeah, is a great person to play him. <laughs> a horrible friend. <laughs> oh, he was backstabber big time in multiple right. ways. Multiple ways. All right, now if we're getting to the film here, uh, Roy, I'll ask you first. What guess the box office on this one? I'm gonna say, I don't know, maybe. 1.5 million. 1.5 million. All right. Uh, Ryan, your, your guess. Anything higher would be closer. So, Roy, you have some of the weirdest guesses on <laughs> movie revenue. It completely thinking throws my, me off. Uh, but I'm thinking about 80s. <laughs> I was going to say 75 million. Well, I guess you're way off. Um, this film took in 171.5 at the box office. Wow, <laughs> that's a huge movie. Yeah. Well, Tom Cruise, Elizabeth Shue, Power Duo. Yeah, that was after Top Gun too, so he was probably had quite the pull by then. Yeah, and Shue, just look at her. I mean, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. All easy, right. easy. We'll save it for later. Um, all right, now we start off the film with uh, Brian uh, Tom Cruise character and his army buddies pulling over a Greyhound bus. With with the siren on, so he can get on the bus with siren on. What did you think the opening uh, of the opening uh, tomfoolery there, Roy? Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't see how that would work out. I don't know why. Like, it wasn't a real cop car for one. So why Mm -hmm. would the Greyhound bus like pull over? Yeah. And then once you saw a bunch of probably hungover military guys hop out of it. 
why would you not just pull the good all? What am I wasting my time for and pull back on the road and take off? 100% agree on that one, Roy. How, how yeah. do you rhyme? That was a weird way to kick off the movie. I've completely yeah. forgotten about that whole part of the <laughs> So did I. I thought I was like watching the wrong movie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And he's, yeah, that was a weird one. Um, I don't think the bus, I mean, maybe back in the 80s, the Greyhound would be like, oh, yeah, we're picking up another one. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. That's true. The time that, you know, you never know. Um, now, Uncle Uncle Pat uh, charges Brian one dollar for a beer, fresh home from the army. Is he an ass or a smart bu- businessman in there, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's not necessarily my style, but yeah, I mean, a beer isn't free. That's true, I guess. No. But now that was a freedom, Ryan. <laughs> He's your uncle, for God's sakes. I mean, come on. I mean, well, is he just coming back from boot camp or actual service time somewhere? I mean, I. Well, that's I, also it, true. You know, that's like, also a good point. Yeah. We basically, as taxpayers, paid for him to go to boot camp already, you know? How do you write your thoughts on that? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's just the family thing, you know? Like, yeah. he doesn't, he's still just your nephew to him, you know? He's no one special. Right. And you got to make that buck, you know, business is business. <laughs> exactly. Now, but today, after... it's just, I just quick, it is set, like, it's set in 1988, right? Yeah. It, I, it yeah. must be, yeah, I, I think it is. So I mean, so like, he, he never went to any wars or anything, so. That makes a lot of sense. Fuck it is. Now, now that you say that, yeah. No wars in the 80s, yeah. Yeah. All right, now, after, after the no montage, Brian walks into a bar, meets Douglas, and he gives him a job as a bartender. Let's just say his first night tending bar is a rough one. Doesn't doesn't know shit, but don't you got to give him credit for a try at least there, Roy? Well, yeah. I mean, could you imagine just being thrown behind a bar and like, all right, make all these drinks you've never made before in your life and do it as fast as possible. (laughs) Yeah, I think he did for the situation he got thrown into. I think he did. All right. I agree. Uh, Right. But I also think I would fire him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I yeah. think once uh, uh, Doug smacked him with the cash register thing, like yeah, he knew that he had him for like as long as he wanted him. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, he did pretty good. It's a that's a stressful, that's a stressful one, you know. Yeah, it sure is. The pickle he got thrown into. Oh yeah, after some schooling from Douglas Coughlin of the short pour, the long pour. Now we see Brian in action. And he puts on a show the next night. How believable is that after just one night uh, there, Ryan? Well, Ozzy, that's a good question. Um, I'm assuming we were still on a 24-hour, you know, day schedule back in the 80s. Um, So we're probably giving him, what, maybe 8 to 12 hours maximum practice? Yeah. Um, I think it's totally believable. It's Tom oh. Cruise. I mean, <laughs> Tom have you Cruise. seen Mission Impossible? It's Brian Flanagan, actually, not Tom's Brian Flanagan, but that's yeah. true. Good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it's flipping a bottle. If he's done any light juggling in his youth, I mean, yeah. he should be all right. I'm. I'm going. It's on the believable side. Okay, Roy. I'm gonna say he's just maybe a notch up from when he was the first night in real life. Okay. I don't think it's possible to go from horrible to professional in one night. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just Hollywood putting a little spin on little 
for the dramatic, I think, there. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Wow. Pretty yep. disappointed in you guys, but I'm whatever. sorry to break your heart there, Ryan, <laughs> uh, on that one. Now, Miracles happen. Okay. <laughs> well, he's going by the real ingredients, Ryan, right? He's not just throwing drinks together. He's just making up on the fly here. Hey, we what's never in, saw What's in that? What's in we that? Never, yeah. We never saw any of the people actually drink out of the drinks, you know? They might that, that's idea. true. That's that true. Is true. That's a fair point. Yep. All right. Now, Brian is at the business school being a snarky to the teacher. Teacher says, a diamond in the roof, a dreamer who can't take criticism. Brian responds, coming from a guy who hides here because he can't hack it in the real world. What did you think of that exchange there, Roy? <laughs> uh, well, you know, he's been up for probably 24 hours at this point. <laughs> he's really putting the grind down, you know, so he's not in the right state of mind. But, you know, fair point, you know. I'm on uh, good old Brian's side on this one. Me too, man. Me, me too. Uh, Ryan, anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I just think it's a little tough on the teacher. Like, he's probably had his time in the, uh, you know, in the thick of it. And now he's trying to, you know, spend his retirement talking to these uh, punk kids and yeah. know, falling asleep in class. I'm, I think I side with the teacher on this one. Exactly. Actually, no, I don't. No, not exactly. I don't <laughs> agree with you. <laughs> Now, uh, a few scenes. A few scenes later, um, a bar owner offers Doug and Brian a job at an upscale bar in New York City. Um, as the show, um, they are doing for bar. They're doing some bar tricks with flair, and before that, Tom Cruise epic poem. Um, now, here's. I'll read the poem here. I think as part of the whole movie here, I am the last barman poet. I see America drinking the fabulous cocktails I make. Americans getting stinky on something I stir or shake. Sex on the beach, the schnapps made from peach, the velvet hammer, the Alabama slamma. I make things with juice and froth, the pink squirrel, the three-toed sloth. I make drinks so sweet and snazzy, the iced tea, the kamikaze, the, the orgasm, the death spasm. The Singapore sling, the ding-a-ling, America. You've just devoted to every flavor I got, but if you want to get loaded, why don't you just order a shot? Bars open. What your thoughts, Roy? Oh, amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Bravo. Thank you. Encore. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was a great poem, I think. Yeah. Especially, I, mean, I think in the moment he was doing it on the fly, even though it's scripted, you know, for the movie, but... It's yeah. pretty impressive. Maybe you should have become a poet and not a business person. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, snap. All right, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, I was more marveling at his just ability to jump bar and back off it without his knees blowing up. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, that was a pretty good one. Pretty good uh, little impromptu poem. Oh, yeah. Now, the woman at the bar say to Brian, um, I want to orgasm. He says, how many do you want? A lot? Um, how funny uh, was that line? And uh, then he took her home. Playa? Question mark. Uh, Ryan on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, I haven't had the same luck with those types of lines. Um, yeah. Usually, I, I guess it helps if the girl is initiating those that type of interaction. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there there are these hotshot bartenders uh, serving up orgasms and cocktail forum and in the in the bedroom it seems yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah i mean i think if you tried to pull that one off uh nowadays you might get a little slap to the face 
But, uh, <laughs> I mean, definitely a smooth move on his part because he was staring at her the whole time when he was oh, doing yeah. the poem, so he got her all warmed up. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely uh, playing uh, both ends of the candle there. <laughs> Absolutely. A little business and pleasure. <laughs> there you go. Um, and now a real moment, raw moment, I should say, when Brian punches Doug in the face because he stole his girl. <laughs> just to win his money back. What did you think of the scene there, Roy? I mean, well played by him, you know. Yeah. It was a so pretty much it was a no lose bet for him at the beginning because he knew that was his plan. I think all along. Yeah. Because I think he just wanted a uh, good old Brian all for himself, just to have him on board with whatever he wanted to do, mm-hmm. so he couldn't have him have any distractions. Yeah. And I think he also just wanted to get a little uh, a little side yeah. piece as well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan? Yeah, my, my optimist view of this is, is Doug is just trying to show this kid, like, you're going to have girls that, like, thrown at you all the time at this job, and you need to, like, like, you can't, uh, what's a good way to put You can't crap where you eat, you know? Like, find a girl outside of the bar, you know? Yeah. That's maybe not what he was doing, but... <laughs> all right, I get you. Um, now we are in Jamaica with Brian tending bar at his creation, Cocktails and Dreams. We meet Jordan, played by Miss Shoe, needed. Excuse me, hold on. Needing uh, help with her drunk friend. How realistic that he set up shop so soon? Well, quick. I don't believe this is uh, Cocktails and Dreams. This is kind of like his little side gig. He's just working mm. with somebody else. Like a resort bar. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I think he lands there. He flips some bottles around, gets hired pretty quick. The yeah. real question is, like, how many bars does this guy, Does he has he ever been to a bar that he hasn't walked on? <laughs> yeah, he, that's true. He's really getting up there every time. Yep, yeah. <laughs> uh, Roy, thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if it was his own bar, I don't think that would have happened so fast. But I think it is like a fancy resort type setup. It's a sandals. Um, Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I also I also don't think he would be able just to go run off down the beach to go help out somebody and not get fired when he could have just called the front desk like, hey, hey you yeah. need to go and uh, send the paramedics or whoever yeah, lifeguard you, down there. Because <laughs> you leave the bar with no one to run the bar, so that's an issue. An issue there. Yeah. 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 Now, Jordan and Brian join Doug and his new knockout wife at, at a bar, shockingly. Um, start to drink, dancing. Next, we see the two making out on the beach, then cuts to a montage of them hanging out playful banter about many umbrellas then we find them in the ocean getting it on then ends showing them having sex on the beach what did you think of all that uh ryan um i was pretty upset with the placement of tom cruise's uh bicep in one of those <laughs> but, um, other than that yeah i mean it's your typical kind of lover's montage um yeah i mean i don't have many other comments other than um, that now I need to ask you, why did you, why are you upset about the, his bicep misplaced? What you... Well, I just think he'll, he'd probably end up with a, oh, something like that. So long. I got, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Roy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was pretty quick. Cause what do you think that was? Probably like 
a two-day, maybe three-day period before they went to the waterfall and had their little skinny dipping scene. Probably at, at, at the most. So, I mean, yeah. I think good old Elizabeth Shue was trying to do a little quick uh, hit it and quit it. But yeah. she didn't want to admit it, you know? Yeah. Oh, nice ride. I think she was trying to do her little okay. thing, you know? Yeah, there you go. No? There you go. Plus, it's Jamaica, Southern Hemisphere, I'm pretty sure. I mean, the time's a little weird down there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Now, an older woman at the bar tells Brian, do you want to look like fuck me over my face? And Brian says, I didn't wear my contacts. Then <laughs> later shown they get off together poor jordan sees this she's devastated what are your thoughts on the poor life pushes of tom cruise aka brian flanagan there roy on his lies on his life choices is poor oh life choices well you know poor choices yeah yeah uh yeah not very good because i mean she's been coming there pretty much every night to see him at the end of his shift elizabeth screws character yeah so i mean he should have known that she was probably going to be coming any time now Mm-hmm. And he's there walking off with a good old skinny old lady, billionaire, whatever she is, real estate yep. person. Yeah. So, I mean, it's hard to uh, get away with that one when you know your girlfriend's coming to your work every night and then you're walking away with some other lady <laughs> at the end of the night. Yeah. This is another bout of sabotage from, from Doug, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because he bet him yeah. that he couldn't get her in bed for like 50 bucks or something. Right. Yeah. 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 So another asshole move by Mr. Doug Coglin of Coglin's Law. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now, Ryan, any thoughts on that, Ryan? To add to that? Uh, no, I mean, it's just more. I mean, I think it's more about Doug just being a complete, like, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And Brian should have seen that come in. I mean, but he's just all swept up in his little competition with Doug that, you know, poor life choice. Yeah. All right, now for time constraints, we long story short, Jordan is pregnant and Brian is the daddy. Jordan and Brian have heated fights, heartfelt in my heart. Now, <laughs> Doug commits suicide on a, on a yacht, good riddance. And Jordan and Brian live happily ever after. They get married and have a good old time. And oh, wait, they have twins. Um, just your, your thoughts that run on the ending of that, of that film, of this film here. Um, I mean, I, so just like the beginning, uh, like I completely forgot about the end with, with okay. killing himself. Okay. So I, okay. I would have been shocked, but my, I was watching it with my wife and she completely spoiled it for me because she Aww. knows that I've seen the movie a bunch of times and normal people don't forget like the big yeah. scene. Right. But, uh, so yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, it wraps up relatively nicely with some good California dreaming or what is it? Dreams and dreams and cocktails. Cocktails and dreams. That is cocktails and dreams that he opens up. Um, yeah, yeah. That's what I like about Edie's movies. Is like comes full circle, some turmoil yeah. in the middle, some love and betrayal, and then it all ends good. Yeah, been a little suicide. <laughs> For good measure. Yes. <laughs> all right, Roy. Your thoughts on the, on how that all transpired there? Well, yeah. I mean, a lot happened in between all that stuff that he's getting. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Brian tried to make it work with that rich lady, but then he could kind of tell that she was playing him as like her show pony, pretty much like, look at what I dragged around. You know, I got this little young stud with me, so he's just going to do everything for me. 
And he cut onto that, and they got the big old fight, and then he went crawling back to good old Elizabeth Shoe, and then uh, the good old Doug on the boat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then his wife tried to seduce Brian. Yeah, seduce Brian, and he was trying to be a good friend because they had the little heart to heart there on the boat. Yeah. And then uh, she got all pissed off at him, and then he goes and uh, offs himself with the bottle of whiskey. Yep. Rough and, way. Uh, that is a rough way to go, man. But I mean, he was probably pretty wasted. That's uh, yeah. he was chugging that whiskey down pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he was going pretty hard on that one. Yeah. But I think he knew he was going to do that that night as soon as Brian showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the but, ending uh, of the movie there. Um, yeah, I, I just love the shoe yeah. so much. PK80 shoe, 90s shoe. It is nice. It is good that Brian ended up getting his cocktail and dreams at the end. Oh yeah, that yeah. was great. That was great to see him get that um, carrot there. Yeah, all right. Now, he had a lot going against him. He did. He rose above the odds and the ashes, and he was victorious at That's the end. Right. And yeah, all right. Now here we go for one final time, for at least for a while anyway. We have our movie, uh, our movie um, panel questions. I'll ask Roy first. If you recommend this movie to a stranger, what would you need to say that make, to make the movie click for them? Uh, well, you know, I think a lot of people know about this movie already. So I'd go <laughs> young Tom Cruise, Elizabeth Shue in her prime, mm. uh, Jamaica, New York, Boom. Uh, and drinks. Yeah. And drama, a little drama. And- yeah, drama yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's basically all right there on the title card, you know, Cocktails, Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. Love and Betrayal. I mean, that, if that's not going to get you to watch it, I don't know what would. Yep, exactly. Now, for me, I will say this. If you <laughs> love cheesy 80s rom-coms splashed with dramatic scenes and a smoke show packed peak Elizabeth Shue, then this one is just for you. <laughs> wow, another nice. bullet. Yes, yes, indeed. All right. Now, Ryan, does the soundtrack work for you? And what, what what's the best part of the soundtrack, in your opinion? The soundtrack is perfect. Um, the best part of it is when the scene, right as Brian arrives in uh, Jamaica, Jamaica, and you got yeah. the Beach Boys with Kokomo playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably that was my favorite part of the soundtrack. All right, Roy. I liked uh, the songs they had playing, and what was it? Flanagan's was the first bar mm-hmm. that they both worked in. I liked the soundtrack they had during those scenes when they were at the first bar they were bartending at. Yeah, that's yeah, also good. Um, I yeah. was Ryan. Actually, my favorite one was uh, Kokomo when they got to the um, Jamaica. Yeah. That was a perfect song for the perfect vibe. For sure. There's there's a lot of like 80s songs in there that I wouldn't, I don't know, but they're just like, they're like background 80s music that just blend right in with the film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Recasting possibilities, if there are any in this one. Um, uh, Roy, what are your thoughts on recasting possibilities? Well, you know, uh, you're both probably going to hate me and it's nothing against her. Uh-oh, no. But, don't uh, dare. Don't it's dare. nothing against her, but you have to change somebody, so I don't have a choice, you know? You have a choice of three other people. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise, come on. Brian Brown, uh, come on. No, who's going to play an asshole better than him? I'll let you know in a minute. 
<laughs> okay. So to replace Elizabeth Shue, as okay. much as it hurts, with yeah. maybe a Demi Moore, or if you want a little bit more comedy, maybe a Molly Ringwald. I'll pass on both. Well, you know, Demi Moore could give you a little bit more uh, sensuality, and Molly Ringwald no. give you a little more comedy. No, I disagree. I'm sorry. I'm All right. I, I can roll with that Molly Ringwald. That's uh, that Molly means... Ringwald? I don't know. She's not that great. Um, I don't know. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you had to replace somebody. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't really replace anyone, but since I'm I have very to. very upset about that. Okay. I know. Um, I am sorry. I apologize before. Uh, okay. Uh, Ryan, your thoughts, your thoughts on this? Um. Yeah. Just spitballing here. I would replace mm-hmm. Doug with yep. Anthony Edwards, and instead of Elizabeth Shue, I'd do Meg Ryan. Okay, Meg Ryan. Okay, okay, Meg Ryan. I I I can nail that one for Meg Ryan. Eighties Meg Ryan. Okay. Yeah, that's That's better than uh, Demi Moore for sure. Um, but you know, my choice really hit for me until GI Jane. I think that's in the nineties. I never saw that one. Never saw that one actually. That's a good one. Oh, is it? Okay. Okay. Well, obviously we're not we're not going we're not going to not going to replace Elizabeth Shue. Obviously, not going to happen. Nor Tom Cruise. But Brian Brown, you know, though he was great, he's now going to get swapped out with Sean Connery. <laughs> Sean Connery, baby. Oh. Okay. Oh, I can I, see that. That'd be funny. It would. That's, that's pretty good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. You have come a long way since the John Cena day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I, I've grown as a person. You know. Can't see me. You can't see me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. I'll ask Ryan this one first. Um, what actor or act or character from the show would you host a podcast with about the movie? I'd go Uncle Pat. I mean, he's going to be financially on track and yeah. he's got that saltiness that you need. Mm-hmm. That's why I have Roy on my podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's salty? Yeah, salty. financially <laughs> on the right path, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic all right now roy your thoughts on uh podcast guests i would i would go with doug you know i'd want to know how many times has he tried pulling this scheme with another bartender mm-hmm. and uh how did he become such an <laughs> asshole and horrible friend like <laughs> yeah. right just to well, dive down into that character well here's a flaw with your podcast guest he's doug dead is dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> Now, I understand actor, that, but the actor you can definitely get the actor on. Yeah, and he very likely has several STDs. <laughs> oh, for sure, <laughs> I would guarantee it. Yes. Now, for me, it's a, a no-brainer. I'm gonna have a nice hour-long sit down with <laughs> Pekitty's Mrs. Miss Shoe because she is a fine. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah yes i'm sorry i just came myself there i like her i love her um a lot all right now i will um ask roy first what scene is first from the truth called the scene breaker for you i mean they're all pretty plausible you know because it's pretty just two guys trying to make it on their own bartending like i could see that path they took to get where they ended up but uh I'm going to go back to the first scene with the Greyhound bus just being like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll pull over for this random car with a light on it. Yeah. 
you know, I think he would just blow right past him. He's like, get the hell out of my way, kids. I got places to be. Yeah. I'm All just going right. to go with that one because the rest seems like it's it could possibly happen in real life the way that it went. Yep. All right, Ryan? I'm going with the the no-look lit match slide across the bar right now. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Like, that was, that was good. Amazing. I mean, it, could you pull that off? Wouldn't the match just blow out on upon the slide? Yeah. I would think so. But that was, I mean, I'm going to have to practice that. Not that anybody smokes this day, these days. I'll probably have to slide like a, a jewel pen to somebody. To... <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, mine was perhaps when Brian Flanagan is a world-class bartender at night, night two of his job was my uh, breaker there. I don't think that's very accurate, but that's just me. All right. Now we go to favorite scenes, moments, characters, etc. I'll ask... Uh, uh, Roy, what's your favorite scenes, characters, moments, etc.? I'm gonna have to say the poem when they're at the fancy bar in New York, when he's jumped up on the bar and rattles off that poem. Yep, that was really good. I like that. And then the scene on the boat with Doug when he said when they're opening up the bottle, and Brian's like, "Oh, we should probably let it breathe." He's like, "Oh, it hasn't breathed in 50 years. Let's just drink it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty good. And then of course the poem at the very end when they're at cocktails and dreams yep that was fantastic yeah which i did not mention unfortunately but uh uh ryan your thoughts your favorite moments scenes etc yeah i mean i loved all the this all the bar scenes of they're flinging bottles around yep. i just can't imagine like somebody ordering like a rum and coke and like 15 minutes later and 75 bottle flips later you get like the simple <laughs> drink. Yeah, but yeah, I love those just those high energy scenes. Uh, they pulled it off pretty good, and they, you know, all they must have practiced so much because the two, Brian and uh, Doug or whatever, just yeah, I mean, they are really flipping. There's not like CGI bottles in the air. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, that was impressive. Now, what could have happened was they could have had a stand-in bartender like do the tricks and then have put them back. In there for the movie, that also could happen as well too. Uh, could be an option. I don't, I don't know what type of sorcery you're talking about. <laughs> you don't, you don't say. You don't say. Okay. Just, that doesn't seem like a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's putting out there. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but you, you never yeah. know. Um, for, for for me, I have a few here. Uh, when Brian says, "What did you order?" Guy says, "A martini." He says, "What's in that?" That was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> and the barman poet scene that was really great um as i said earlier brian is brian is cute how long you known him about 10 hours <laughs> that was pretty good and then when jordan aka miss shoe dumped the food on brian's head in the in the restaurant in new york city oh yeah that was good that was classic and then finally when doug commits suicide he needed to, he was a pretty shitty friend good riddance that was my favorite, also favorite scene as well when he uh off himself well that's pretty dark well, I have a dark heart, so I watch your kind of docs all the time, so that's fine, and podcasts and all that stuff. Um, I'll ask Ryan this first here. Um, what would you change about the ending? And the answer of nothing is not an option. Okay, so going with my recasting possibilities. Okay. Now, if Anthony, who just happens to be Goose in Top Gun... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking, where did I write this down? Okay, so the babies actually end up being doves. 
Who's mm. now Goose? Okay. They <laughs> babies. One of them, they name one of them Rooster, and he goes on to be a Top Gun fighter pilot. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and Oscar, you just watched Top Gun 2, my friend. I'm sorry, what now? And you just basically watched the conception of Top Gun 2. Oh, stop. Just stop. <laughs> that nonsense. <laughs> Uh, also, I forgot one of my favorite scenes is when he shows when Doug shows up in Jamaica and goes, "Bartender, you know how to make a red eye." <laughs> that's probably I've said that a thousand times. That's nice. one of my parts of the whole movie. I also like it when we said, "Do you want to see a good man cry?" That was pretty yeah. funny. That was pretty yeah. funny too. All right, roll your thoughts on the end, your ending here. All right, so I'm going to say that. Ryan gets back to the boat before Doug kills himself. Yeah. They have a big heart to heart and Doug leaves all that behind, divorces his wife and him and Doug open cocktails and dreams together. Mm. And Doug becomes the godfather to the twins. Wow. That's pretty good. They all live happily ever after. All right. Well, I have one that I'll father to his own kids. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought you were going with my, my thing. No. <laughs> well, here, here's mine. Uh, ending was really great, perfection in my opinion. But for the, for, this, for this thing, I will say this: um, maybe have a wedding with Jordan and Doug's wife, and and um, uh, Brian because she was really into him, and she was loaded rich. Plus, her dad cut cut her off from the family, so. Perfect for both worlds, you know. Was he want to be in a polygamist relationship? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was drawing, I was drawing blanks myself for the ending, so that's all the second I can get, you know, come up with, you know. So, sure, that's, it is that's like change because it's a clear yeah. but yeah, like all that. right, a little yeah, three way. Thank, thank you, I appreciate that. Now uh, I'll ask Roy first. What? would not work in the movie if it was filmed today? Uh, let's see. I don't know. It's uh, all pretty down-to-earth stuff. Hmm. But maybe... I don't know. All right. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I struggled this with this one myself. I thought maybe I'd be able to think of something as we work through the movie, but... Okay. I mean... Uh, yeah, I'm. Maybe you've got one. <laughs> I do. I actually do. It's in my notes. I have it every time. But uh, yes, um, the opening scene with the car with the siren yelling, pulling over the bus, uh, a non-cop car. That's my number one. That's not would not be, you know, applicable to, of the of this day and age. I think is my thought there. Right. Oh, I got I got one now. Okay. A little, uh, Elizabeth Shoes character wouldn't have been able to leave Jamaica the same day because her flight would have got canceled, so she'd be stuck there for another two days, probably. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's All right. Okay. I, also, uh, I guess I did think of one. That okay. Wouldn't like Brian wouldn't just be able to buzz himself straight up to the the rich guy's tower in the first time he meets him. Yeah. They would have way more security, and and no randos would be allowed to just show up. <laughs> that's that's also that's very true. All right, a couple more things, and we'll be done here. Um, now, anything I had, may I miss? Because I went, I skipped a few scenes because I might be longer than an hour, but it's definitely less than an hour. So, anything I, I missed for you, Roy, first. 
Uh, no, I think we skimmed over pretty good between the last few questions there. Uh, but yeah, all in all, it's a really good movie. I just, I don't know. When I was watching, I just couldn't get, maybe because I've seen it so much, I just couldn't keep my attention towards it, but um, it still holds up pretty good. That is just baffling to me. <laughs> baffling. I don't know. I just it couldn't keep my attention this time around. But When you have Miss Shoe on the screen, it's like hard to not keep your eyes off, off that anyway. Um, Ryan, your thoughts on anything I, I may have missed you want to talk about? Yeah, I don't missed anything um you know other, other than the, the purposeful stuff that we skipped past but uh yeah I mean, we probably didn't spend enough time on the red with the raw egg in there and, yeah <laughs> that's, yeah that's i mean do you guys believe in hangover uh hangover drinks like that i nope. don't think hangover, so i don't i don't know um nope. so okay but yeah no no i don't think we really missed anything um off the top of my head we covered it pretty good now I will say this: I, I missed one thing I want to talk about earlier, but I I did enjoy the Tom Cruise and and uh, Brian Brown scene shooting hoops. And it was a pretty great scene. I think was awesome because because Tom was in his all great eighties uh, workout suit, and uh, <laughs> that was pretty great. And he did a little hook shot. You know, it's pretty great. So I like that suit as well. Um, now Ryan, um, how do you rate this movie on uh, out of five stars? I am going with a solid three stars. Okay, respectable. Okay, uh, how about you, Roy? I'm going to go with 3.5, you know. I'm going to go with that. You know, it's not quite okay. the top half, but it's definitely above half. All right. You know, as you guys know, over the past few months or so, we've been doing this. Um, I'm very, very critical of my ratings here. <laughs> but this one's going to five stars. Wow. Um, because you get Eddie's Elizabeth Shue. Uh, she was incredible in this movie. Looked awesome. She looked great. Um, <laughs> now, since we have some time here, we have still have some time before the hour is up here. I'm going to ask uh, Ryan first. Since July 4th is coming up on Monday, um, let's just ask what is your favorite? Favorite July Fourth traditions. July Fourth traditions. Um, I am a pretty simple person when it comes to the Fourth of July: barbecued hot dog with mustard only, some fireworks at night. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe some day baseball. Yeah, there you go. That's pretty much my uh, my Fourth of July right there. All right. And uh, how about you, Roy? Anything you like to do on for the for the July? No, just a good old fashioned barbecue and some fireworks is all I need. You know, just keep it go. traditional, nothing fancy. Yeah, I agree. I love barbecues. Um, day baseball, of course, is a, is a must. Go M's. Um, and you know, I don't like fireworks. Actually, <laughs> they're annoying as fuck. Um, they're <laughs> they're re re really, 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 really loud. People around here. Uh, sit them off like in the, the night it's for hours you can't sleep it's ridiculous and uh also mask right next what are your favorite barbecue um food items you love at a barbecue oh uh, well you know i'm just gonna stick with the good old cheeseburger and hot dogs you know 
And maybe a broad every now and then, you know? That's what I'd say. Just those okay. three items, and I'm pretty happy for a barbecue. How about any, like, side side items, like a side dish, or just the main course is all you Oh, just, just the main course, man. Sides or sides. Okay, okay. How have you, Lord Ryan? <laughs> um, oh boy, you know, I like a real good spread at a barbecue. Yeah. No, like, Absolutely. Yeah. always way overdo it. So I go like for a hot dog, cheeseburger, and then I'll circle back for a German sausage. Mm-hmm. Just overdo it with the baked beans. Baked beans, I feel like, are probably the like the thing you need at the barbecue. Like, do you the- do you I really need need that? No, you don't need that. I think it's a necessity. You can always chop up your German sausage, toss it in there. Ooh. It has some gas lighter. Yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. All, we're all good there. Um, now, for me, I love a good barbecue cheeseburger with all the fixings, beast, minus the tomatoes, of course. You got the onions, mustard, ketchup, pickles. Oh, just, yeah. That's... Bacon. Yeah, get it all on there. Um, then we have, uh, got get, you get some JoJo's, um, fries. Um, little smokies. Oh, little smokies are good, yeah. Yes. Potato, potato, uh, sorry. Potato salad is really good. Um, I also love hot dogs. No mustard. No, sorry, no ketchup on hot dogs. Those that that that, that is a must, a no no for me. No ketchup Dude. at all on a hot dog. I agree. Nope. That- yeah, I don't know about that. I think I the American 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 knows <laughs> best, and you're in the minority of that one. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure I'm American. I don't think you. I think you're. I think you're <laughs> Canadian now. I think you're Canadian now with that comment. <laughs> I think you. I think you wear uh, those ca- ca- Canadian. Um, uh, what do you call it? I forget. Uh, I forget. I'm sorry. I don't. I thought. I thought there. That's right. Tuxedos. Can it, can oh. Tuxedo. Yeah. All denim suit. That's yeah. right. That's right. No, I couldn't pull that off. Nobody could. And nobody could. Except for, <laughs> except for, except for Tom Cruise, though, obviously. Yeah. Um, all right. Also, um, I, w- I want you to tell me maybe your favorite, maybe your, um, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, though. Actually, a few years ago, I was actually in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, for the fireworks. For the first time I've ever been there for a Coeur d'Alene for a fireworks show. And right after the fireworks show, there was gunshots in the park. That was a lot of fun. Um, we yeah, that was yeah. not good. Yeah, it was, I think it was like maybe two, three years ago, and huh. it was a mad, yeah. is a mad dash. Uh, it was crazy. Oh, um, I think I, that's really, I, yeah, I was scared. I was like, oh my god, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, anyways, on that note, um, I'm gonna ask Ryan first. Um, have you been downtown for the fireworks show before? If so, what are your, what? What what's your experience like down there in, at downtown Riverfront Park? Uh, man, I've been downtown a long time ago. Like when you kind of sat at Riverfront Park before yep. they remodeled it and watched them. That was more when I was a kid. Since yeah, same here. Yeah, older, pretty much just kind of found a spot you know in town to be able to see them. That's not that crowded. Okay, uh, but I've always, I mean, it's kind of one of those things that everyone gets there a little early and then they start a little later than you're expecting so there's that i always kind of like that downtime of like well we're all just kind of sitting here waiting like your kids are playing Mm -hmm. with other kids and 
it's a, a fun time of the night, but um, so I've always had a good experience with fireworks and no matter where I've watched them at. Okay. Have you, Ryan, thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, we like, like the f- second year I lived up here. Yeah. And it, it's fine. I mean, it's just a, any other show, you know, you go get there early, like Ryan said, and you're sitting there waiting for the anticipation and yeah, it's all fun. I mean, I love fireworks. They're great. Normally we're up like at the lake or then like, during COVID they had them just down the street from our house. So that was okay. convenient, but we don't nice. go downtown anymore. We, I don't know if I'll be able to use it. We drive like near like Boone and Monroe area. Yeah. And we just parked there, but I think our spot might be blocked by that stupid podium they built now. So I'm at to find oh. a different location. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. Well, for me, I I went downtown all all the time uh, when I was younger for the Darbrook show. We'd have, make a whole full day of it. My family and I would go down there, watch the concerts down there. They had shows down there, stuff to do down there. It was a lot of fun. Um, two more things that, that, that then let you guys go. Um, I'll ask Roy first. What is your favorite movie based? on fourth of july or around that time of time of year possibly i'm gonna go with the original independence day the speech from the president before they go and attack the aliens is amazing (laughs) there you go how about you ryan yeah that's that's a good one roy um i would have the first thing that popped in my head would have to be the sandlot oh that's good bastard that's a pretty good uh, yeah. <laughs> scene from the carnival to the barbecue at the, mm-hmm. the street mm-hmm. there. Yeah well, I, yeah, well, I guess you stole my answer there, um, <laughs> obviously. And I can't even give you a second guess because I don't even know. Uh, I can't think of any other 4th of July movies. You can do Bore on the 4th of July. I was going to say that one, Roy. Yeah, I was going to say book. that one. Mr. Cruise. Tom Cruise. But, yeah, that was great. Tom Cruise movie, that was really good. Check it out. Independent. Um, came out on the 4th of July, didn't it? Or over that week? Oh, yeah, probably pretty close, if not on the day, yeah. Possibly. Possibly. All right. Last I have for you. Two more things. Sorry, two more things I have for you. First thing is, on your podcast, Supper Club Social, are you guys going to discuss the ending of Ozark at all on your podcast? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we will. Um, We're kind of getting things dialed in a little bit right now. Um, Okay format a little but uh um yeah I th- we'll definitely revisit i personally i think the reason why i haven't been about it is i was i don't know i might have had a, a couple extra pops one night and, <laughs> and the, it was the last episode and i was like wait okay. that was the last episode so i, <laughs> I don't oh. have to rewatch it because i kind of missed um i missed oh. a little there i might have yeah. been on my phone not really paying attention or something like that well this show you have this show you have to watch with nothing no distractions because you'll, you'll miss something very easily um and but- last and lastly here i just want to um say thank you guys for everything you've done the last few months with me on this podcast and at some point well i'm sure we'll get together again at some point at some point and do another podcast but not for a while but thanks for all your help on my podcast here guys yeah, thank you for having us on here. It's really been a lot to us, also. Yeah, no yeah. problem. I I want to I want to I just want to say that um, starting up your own podcast is is tough. It's a challenge at first. You get you know all the nerves. You're nervous. You're like, what am I doing here? But after a while, it's like riding a bike. You know, it's <laughs> easy stuff. But after you just have to get used to it after a while. You know, it's it's hard stuff. But I'm glad you guys are found your way 
and found your your passion project, and I think it's awesome what, what guys are doing as well. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, well, thanks. It's been a fu- it's been a fun time learning experience, and it's just a it's a really good hobby for I just oh, yeah. I wanted to do it because it's kind of a you know it's not that expensive, and you can yeah fun to just kind of get your your thoughts out there, I guess. <laughs> oh yes, and lastly, before I get you guys go, um, what is coming up on the podcast next on the podcast? Um, next is just more of our, our usual stuff, just cocktails, home bars, and, uh, <laughs> culture, really. Um, we still cover movies. We just don't recap stuff quite the same way. We don't really, it's not such an itemized recap. We more kind of, it's more loose conversation around yeah. TV shows and cocktails, but, uh, we don't have anything, uh, so we don't really research stuff before. We kind of... <laughs> <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing it on the fly this season. Oh, yeah. I like I like that. I like that. I like keeping it fresh. That's great. That's we're great. just we're just we're calling it the summer sessions. You know, it's just more laid back, relaxed. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of going with what we feel like when we're sitting there behind the mics. All right. Yeah. Well, and one last time, can you can you plug your podcast name and your YouTube or website? We're going to plug before you get out of here. Sure, Roy. Do you remember any of that stuff? <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh, Supper Club Social on YouTube, and you can find us there. We do the video podcast, and then on Spotify or I, what is it? I, yeah, Apple Podcasts. It's the Supper Club Social on either of those platforms. Yeah, it goes out to basically every every podcast platform, really. Yep, pretty much where you get your podcast, you can get your subscribe and listen to subscribe, man. You guys are doing a great job. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you guys next time. See ya. Thanks a lot, Ozzy. I appreciate it. Yep. Yep. See ya. See ya.